We're looking at values that build lives and build churches. What's the connect? What's the connect between lives and churches? Well, um, if we believe the Bible, you and I are the church. The church is people. It's not this building. It's not an organization. The church is people. (laughs) Jesus says, I am building my church. Okay, and so he was building something. He was, um, I think it's the Apostle Peter says that uh, we are being built up to be a spiritual house, a spiritual uh, uh, gathering of people uh, that would worship and praise God. Amen? So if we build one another up or if we allow God to build us up individually, it means that the church is going to be built up spiritually as well. So that's why uh, the, the title, okay. Um, so just put the next slide up, okay, just a reminder. Okay, values. Uh, <clears throat> what is a value? Value. Um, now, how do you know that in life um, we're, we're faced with an endless series of decisions? Life you had to make a decision to get out of bed this morning. True? Okay. You had to make a decision what clothes you put on. <laughs> but even beyond those so-called mundane things, life is every day a series of decisions. And a lot of those decisions are, are, are based or, or are made uh, out of the values that we have in life. Okay, um, and so, uh, you know, um, most books on the subject, there are a lot of books, if you put, if you put a, a, a um, uh, you know, a surf on Google values, you'll get up a multitude of uh, suggested books and seminars and series on how to create values for your lives. Um, as I looked at some of those, okay, um, most of them, most of them end up uh, uh, with the conclusion that uh, the values that you adopt really uh, depend on what makes you feel good. That what makes you feel good, okay. Now, that's that's fine. You can, I can give give you a lot of examples of different values for you to adopt, but that's very subjective and very individualistic. But as believers this morning, as Christians, uh, the answer to the question of what core values to adopt must come from the Word of God. They're not subjective to me and my feelings, and that comes back really to to what we're talking about. Uh, because when we base the values that we adopt on what makes us feel good, okay, apart from God, we're, we're, we're in an area of brokenness. <laughs> and broken people can't make good decisions on the values to adopt for their lives. And so God has set for us, okay, um, the, the the values and the standards, if you want to call it call it that, okay, that we should adopt for our lives uh, and how we are to live on a daily basis, okay. So you can go to the next slide, 
Okay, so la the last time we shared, we talked about the importance of having uh, an attitude of gratitude. Um, the Apostle Paul says, in everything, give thanks. In everything, give thanks. Uh, he, he adds to that, he says, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Now, he's not saying that if you're in a bad situation, Okay, give thanks in that bad situation because the bad situation is God's will for you. He's not saying that. He's saying that it is God's will for you to give thanks even in the difficult situation. Well, over and above that situation, there are things that God may be doing in your life or has done in your life. So it's not about, so, but we are at all times to have a thankful heart. And for believers, one of the most important things is sometimes we, 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 we Go up and down, don't we, in our, in our emotional uh, feelings and sometimes in life. Um, and sometimes we, we lose track of uh, what the Lord has done in our life. But we should be like the uh, psalmist who declares, who declared, Restore to me, O Lord, the joy of my salvation. So no matter what we may be going through, the fact is we have something to be joyful for. We have the, the fact that we have been born again by the Spirit of God, and we are now children of God. Amen? Hallelujah. So uh, let's go on then to um, not, uh, put that slide down for a moment. The, the next one, please. Okay. All right. So we're going to talk about wholeness this morning. And the Apostle Paul says this, for in Christ all the fullness of the deity lives in bodily form, and you have been given fullness in Christ, mm -hmm. who is the head over every power and authority. Or another, another version says, For in him dwells all the fullness of the Godhead, and you are complete in him who is head of all principality and power. Okay, so in what way is this, you know, really wholeness of value? Well, I want to suggest to you that actually it's a quality of life. It's more than a value. It's a quality of life. And, and God intends for each and every one of us to live a whole life. Amen? That quality of life that can come from him alone. And, um, you know, go back. Okay, when sin entered the world through Adam, Humanity became broken in its relationship with God. And that brokenness now comes down uh, through uh, history into our lives. And the, the whole purpose of the gospel is to tell us that we need to be made whole. We are broken, but we need to be made whole. Now, Paul says that we are complete in him. There's two aspects we have to think about when we're thinking about uh, this verse. There is a sense in that we are now completely whole. Before God, okay, when we come and we accept what Christ has done for us at Calvary and we put our faith in him, not in ourselves for eternity, okay, we are already before God. In Christ, we are made whole. He sees us in Christ. He doesn't see us in our brokenness, human brokenness. He sees us in Christ. So that that is... Uh, one aspect of being made whole or being made complete. Uh, 
But alongside that, there is the reality that in our day-to-day lives, we sometimes live out our life in the brokenness of our humanity. But even although that is true, God's purpose is that we may be made whole. Amen? Hallelujah. Every belie- Jesus has called every believer to be completely whole. Amen? Hallelujah. Spirit, soul, and body. Completely whole. Now, what that means is that everything working exactly as God intended it to work in creation. Amen. To be made whole. And I, and I want to say this morning, I believe that as a church, and I, and I believe today that God's purpose for you, His desire for you, and His provision for you, His wholeness. Amen? Hallelujah. Not something that's simply based on some theological concept in the, in the Word of God, which is there, but God wants us to know it, mm-hmm. not philosophically, but God wants us to know it practically and experimentally. Amen. Can you say amen to that? Amen. Hallelujah. Something that can be experienced. Something that can be experienced. Something that can be felt. Something that maybe can be enjoyed. Something that can be known deeply within, no matter what maybe we may be going through. Something that brings peace. Wholeness brings peace. Amen? Jesus says, my peace I give you. Not as this world gives you, but my peace I give you. That peace comes from the, uh, the, the, the wholeness that God is able to minister into our lives by the Holy Spirit. And I'm, I'm convinced this morning that as each and every one of us takes hold of this great truth, and as we become determined to, to seek God for its fulfillment in our lives, then we're going to see something great happening. Amen? We're going to see our lives. We're going to see our world. We're going to see our relationships, our marriages, our families, our churches, our communities. We'll see an experience renewal that will change our lives forever. Do you believe that this morning? Yeah. Amen? Hallelujah. Um, I've shared this at another time when I was sharing along these lines. There's an old um, song uh, or hymn. It says, Victory I have in Jesus Christ. Forgiveness, for he was crucified. And then the next line is, is what I like. It says, Wholeness in every part of me. Oh, praise God. Hallelujah. Wholeness in every part of me. Think about you, who you are. Think about how you're made up. Think about your emotions. Think about your feelings. Think about your body. Think about whatever you can think about you are or how you exist. God's purpose for you is wholeness in every part of you. Amen? Hallelujah. God is not uh, a God that says, well, I'll, I'll, I'll just give you wholeness in, the, in that part of your life. God wants wholeness in every part of you. He says, deliverance 
His life has set me free. His life has set me free. And I like this line. It says, I'm reigning with him upon the throne. Are you reigning with him upon the throne today? I believe that when, we, when you're whole, you can reign. Amen? And I like this line. It says, conquering over Satan's power below. Oh, hallelujah. Now we know that Satan does have some power uh, in, in the earthly realm. But I want to tell you, if you are in Christ this morning, you can conquer over the power of Satan in this world. Amen? Hallelujah. And it says, living a life, living a life with Christ as Lord and King. Oh, praise his wonderful name. You see, that's what this is, okay? It says, who is the head over every power and authority. Amen? Hallelujah. The fullness is in him, it says, living a life with Christ as Lord and King. That's what this verse means. Amen? It, it, it makes the point that he has authority. He has the power in every realm. And I want to tell you this morning, if you are in Christ, you too can have power over every realm around and about you. Amen? Conquering over Satan's power below. Amen? Living a life. Living a life. Um, we're going to come back to a verse in Leviticus later, but it says in Leviticus there is a reference to the commands of God. Okay? At that time it was the law and things, but... It, but the, the, the principle is the same. Uh, and, and in it, it says, ye shall live by them. You shall live according to the, uh, the, the commands of God. You can, you're going to live according to the values that God has established for mankind. Amen? And it says, he shall live. Now, if you go back into the, the original word, it doesn't just mean sustaining life or barely getting by living a life, or, 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 but it literally means to live prosperously. Amen? With vibrancy. This is what, what my Bible dictionary tells me anyway. Okay? Living a life means to live prosperously, with vibrancy, being free or, rev or revived from sickness, faintness, discouragement, and even death. What a way to live. What a way to live. I tell you, you live this life by living according to his values and his standards. Amen? Hallelujah. Another, another way, uh, thing that it implies is, uh, they tell us is, it's a meaning of restoration. It's a meaning of revival and growth or increase of well-being. Oh, praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Um, I, I, you know, come back to, 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 to the New Testament. It says, for we are being changed from glory to glory. Amen? We're advancing. We're not retreating. We're advancing. When you're whole, you can advance. Amen? You can go forward. And so, um, trying to find some other words from the dictionary that, to, to express this. It means to flourish or to thrive in life to its full. That's what God's plan for you and for me is. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. No matter what, God's desire for us is wholeness. God's desire is that we flourish and thrive in life. Amen. Hallelujah. 
And that comes from wholeness. God wants you and me to flourish in all areas of life and to thrive and increase. <clears throat> As we come to this, go back to the scripture, that's what completeness in God means. Amen? That's what wholeness in Christ means. Not only maybe physical healing and health, but all areas of our lives as well. Whether it's emotional, whether it's relational, whether it's intellectual, whether it's spiritual. Praise God, the totality of who we are, body, soul, and spirit, exactly as God intended. Oh, praise God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. You know, and so often we, we, we can look at ourselves and thinking of it in terms of the, 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 the truth of salvation. Too often we look at ourselves, we see someone who is imperfect, maybe lacking in many areas. And the point is God wants us to see ourselves as whole and complete in the Lord Jesus Christ. See, we, we, we sometimes see ourselves as incomplete because we, we, we're so conscious of our human lack and, 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 and imperfection. But praise God in him. Hallelujah. We are made whole. Hallelujah. See, God doesn't see us today as we see ourselves in the flesh. God sees us in the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen? Hallelujah. And in spite of our imperfections, he's looking at you and me this morning. We're talking now about the aspect of salvation. Okay. We know that there's a reality, okay, in working out our salvation. But as far as God is concerned, in Christ, amen, he sees us as new creation. How many believe that you're a new creation this morning? Born not of the will of the flesh, but born of the Spirit. Amen? Hallelujah. And born not because your parents decided to have a child, but born again by the Spirit of God. Not by the will of the flesh, but by the Spirit. Amen. Hallelujah. And this morning, if we're new Christians, the Bible tells us we are partakers of his divine nature. Wow. The Apostle Peter reminded us, and he says, God has given to us all things that pertain unto godliness. And he says that we may, okay, be an expression of the divine nature of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Praise God. God sees us, even although we are maybe in a battle, God sees us as conquerors. He sees us this morning as winners. Praises him. We're not losers. We are winners. Amen? Hallelujah. You see, what we think we need or are lacking in, whether it is godly character or whatever, uh, can be found in the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen? He is all I need. All I need. Hallelujah. Praise him. I'm getting into an old hymn here, but anyway. Um, I thank God for those hymns because when I was growing up as a kid, they used to sing those in, in church. He is all I need. All I need. All that I need is in Jesus. Amen? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And from, from that, in, in that respect this morning, in that respect this morning, uh, you're not going to be complete in Christ someday. You are already complete in him. Hallelujah. God is calling us to walk daily in the completeness, in that completeness. 
Hallelujah. We, we must believe that it is true and, and, and confess that what we need right now is Jesus. Amen? Hallelujah. We're singing that song this morning. Oh, I need thee. I need thee. Amen? This world, the majority in this world today are, are declaring they don't need God. Amen? They don't need God. And, and, and they're, they're out there, okay, trying to, to, to live a life uh, without God. But they don't realize that they're broken. And they can't achieve maybe their noble goals or their noble ends by themselves because they can only be achieved ultimately with God as being a partner in our lives. Amen? Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Let me go on for a... Okay, okay. let's go back then to... Go on. No, no, forward, please. We've looked at that, okay? All right, all right. Now, I said we were going to come back to Leviticus, okay? And there's a purpose for me to do this this morning. You must be holy because I, the Lord, am holy. I have set you apart from all other people to be my very own. Amen? Hallelujah. Um, and so... And so look at this verse, you see, what, Paul, what, what the, the writer is saying, uh, God is saying, I have separated you from all nations around you in order that you might be mine. Okay. And see, when, as Christians, we, we, we read this verse, we have to understand that there is an application to our lives today as covenant people of God. Israel were a covenant people of God, and God separated them to be an example to the world of a nation that lived under God. Okay? Now, that that has now become, uh, in Christ, amen, there is a new covenant. We are now called in Christ, amen? We are the people of God today. Do you believe that? You are the people of God today, Amen? And so what God says to Israel is also saying to us, because we have a new relationship in the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen? One body in Christ. And so the, the, the picture which, uh, the, the promises which appear in picture, in picture form in the Old Testament are now part of God's promises to you and to me this morning. Amen? Now, I want to look at that word holy because it's already up there. But if you want to get at the meaning of holy, you must go back to the original root of the word. And actually, the word is derived from the same root from which uh, wholeness comes. Okay? So holiness means wholeness being complete. Okay? And so that's why I've redone the verse and, and I've taken the word holy and put it whole. Yeah. You must be whole because I, the Lord, am whole. I have set you apart from all other people to be my very own. Amen. Hallelujah. I was thinking about this as we, we were, were singing that song uh, this morning. Uh, and it says, Holiness is Christ in me. Amen. So let's put, let's change that word from holiness 
now to wholeness is Christ in me. Amen? So Val didn't know I was going to, uh, to go along these lines this morning, but wholeness is Christ in me. Amen? Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. See, and God is saying to you to, and me today, you shall be whole because I am whole. That was the whole purpose in, in creation. Adam was a whole person. Mm-hmm. You believe that? Adam was a whole person when God created him. God looks at you and me today and says to us, you too shall be whole. You shall be whole. Do you believe that this morning? We have to believe this morning. We have to understand what God's purpose for each and every one of us is. Amen? It's, it's not just to be, you know, kept out of danger in this world. God has something far greater for you and for me. Not just in the earthly realm, not in the physical realm, but God has a wonderful purpose for you and for me in the spiritual realm as well as in the earthly realm. Hallelujah. And see, that's why we, that's why we have to take hold of this truth because we're not going to live as God intended us to live if we see, uh, uh, um, you know, our relationship with God simply from an earthly perspective. Amen. As we've already said, he's changing us from glory to glory. Mm -hmm. Who wants to be what God has made you to be? Mm -hmm. God has made you to be. Someone who says, don't you want to be what God made you to be with all the ingredients of your personality expressed in balance? Mm Mm-hmm. Expressed in balance, your body, your soul, your spirit, all working exactly as God intended them to work in life. That's wholeness. And that's God's promise for you and for me this morning. Amen? Hallelujah. But so often we, 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 we focus on, the, on what's going on, the negative things that are going on in our lives. Coming back to what I shared a little bit earlier, we've got to take captive every thought that's against the will and purposes of God for our lives. We have to say, let God arise and his enemies be scattered. Amen? Not being aware of our brokenness. Uh, we know, okay, so much of our inability sometimes to cope with things that are going on in life. You know, many of you came out this morning and, uh, you know, we, we know that there are things in your life which, which are really challenging. But I want to tell you, God is bringing wholeness. Amen? Into your circumstances. Amen? Um, okay. So God knows all about our brokenness. God has got an answer for it. Amen? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God is saying to, to you and to me this morning, my purpose for you is wholeness. Man may have lost his way in the garden. Now, I just want to say this. Where did, where did brokenness start? Hmm? No, do you know where brokenness started? Brokenness started in heaven when that angel rebelled against God. <laughs> 
Okay, that's where brokenness started. It didn't simply start with Adam. The brokenness started in heaven. God, God has an answer to the brokenness. Man, he has expelled the, the devil from his presence. And I want to tell you, he wants to dispel the devil out of our circumstances. He wants to dispel the devil out of our lives. Just as he expelled the, the, the devil because of his brokenness out of heaven, he's coming now by his spirit to, to dispel. Amen? Any any manifestation of brokenness in your life and my life, whether it's body, soul, or spirit, God is sending his Holy Spirit to bring wholeness and completeness into our lives. Amen? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You see, we, we live life so often in a way that's, and, and we can get so overwhelmed by what's happening around about us. And that's what's happened with man. Okay. We've already talked about the fact that, you know, humanity, men, the majority of the world around and about us, okay, is seeking for some uh, moral or ethical order that is going to, everybody is going to be, you know, sort of live a perfect life t- towards one another. Um, uh, I came across this, and it's, it's uh, those of you who maybe know a little bit about poetry, you know, anybody know T.S. Eliot? T.S. Eliot says this, he says, all our knowledge brings us only closer to our ignorance. Mm-hmm. This is what the world is, okay? With all its knowledge that it's acquiring, all the things that it's learning, in fact, when you stop and think about it, it only tells you how much you still don't know. Mm-hmm. All our knowledge brings us only closer to our ignorance. <laughs> but then he asks this question, he says, where is the life we have lost in living? Mm-hmm. Where is the life that we have lost in living? Well, the life we lost is the life that God has intended for us. We go about our lives, and we go so busy about uh, 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 wanting to know, uh, acquire things, and be be better. But in all our hustle and bustle of life, we have lost something. Humanity has lost something, and the answer is in the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen? We need to come back to a place of wholeness. We need to come back to a place of completeness that God has intended for each of our lives. And that can only be found in the Lord Jesus Christ. Or in the words again of the song that we've sang. Wholeness or holiness is Christ in me. Amen? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Where is the life I've lost in trying to live? So often we can ask ourselves, why don't I know the way out of the situation I'm in? Mm-hmm. Um, why am I hurting? Why am I broken in, in so many ways? Uh, and God knows this morning how to help us to get through that. Amen? God wants to make us whole. So often we we live a delusion and think we go down roads and I'm not going to repeat this, but I, th- I think some a while ago I I I, I mentioned about that. Um, anybody know what pantomime is? 
pantomime. It's, it's, it's a British sort of thing that they put a lot of these things on at Christmas. They've, they've sort of um, humorous, sort of fast, fast things, okay? And, and, and the whole thing is about um, Henry talking to Liza and say, there's a hole in my bucket. <laughs> Have you, have, you, have, you heard, have you read that? Okay. He starts off with, Eliza, there's a hole in my bucket, and goes on and on and on. And, 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 and if he's, you know, and so with what shall I fix it? And so on and so on. And he goes, and she goes on and then do this, do that, do the other. And then eventually he comes back that he needs water. <laughs> and then he comes back and he says, Oh, Eliza, there's a hole in my bucket. <laughs> and we live life like that, don't we, sometimes? We go round, we start off and we go round in circles and we land up in the same place that we started. That's what it's like when you try to live life without God. That's what it, we live delusions in life. Amen? So God, God has called us to be a separate people. God has called us out. Amen? Hallelujah. He has to, he has to break us away from our earthly way of reasoning, our earthly way of, of, of thinking. He, he's come to straighten us out. And Jesus Christ is now God's way to wholeness for every man and every woman. That's the message of the gospel. That's the message of the gospel. Jesus came, took upon himself the form of man. Jesus came, God in the flesh, dwelt amongst us. He is, the word of God says, the second Adam, the second Adam. He came man as God intended man to be. Amen? Hallelujah. He came to where we were and everything he was and did as, as a man, we can also be. Amen. Praise his wonderful name. Hallelujah.